Guys of a Certain Age is brought to you by no one. Absolutely no one. Except these dudes walking down memory lane. Now let's head to the studio to see what they misremember next. Those guitar riffs can only mean one certain thing. It is time for Guys of a Certain Age. Robbie Copeland's in studio with... Jay Reed. And Art Shirley. And we discussed actually pre-recording Art's bits, just saying, ooh, wow, yeah, that's great. But that wouldn't have the same authenticity. <laughs> oh, wow, that's great. <laughs> All right, we've got that in the can. So that's Art's part of the show, so... Anyway, we want to thank everybody listening. We thank you uh, to our new listeners that have come to us via Podbean. There's like more than a thousand people who pulled down the Halloween. Um, wow, that's great. Case in point. <laughs> and uh, with our newfound audience, Art has steadfastly refused to change. So, ooh, there we go. <laughs> Don't go That's changing great. just to please me. Don't go changing just to please you. Guys, we're recording on a Monday. So as far as the seasonal weather calendar uh, is concerned, is this like false winter before we get to third fall? Because it was 30 degrees overnight, but it's going to get to a high of the mid-60s, low 70s today. How does that fall in the southern calendar of seasons for you i still consider that pretty fallish i would i would agree fall yeah yeah but it was cold like like we had a freeze warning last week and now that's you know. fall frost is on the pumpkin hay is in the barn yeah we turned the heat on yeah yeah briefly you, yeah. just for a second yeah, yeah. just to get the smell off <laughs> right the yeah. heating coals and then uh there you, you get that smell or you really needed it you yeah know, that's sure right that's right fixated. So let's jump into some geeks of the week. So, Mr. Shirley, first, Mr. Shirley, that's great. <laughs> uh, we've just celebrated Halloween here. We, as Robbie mentioned, we had a lot of folks download the Halloween episode. Thanks for that. But I'm always intrigued by the celebrities that dress up for Halloween. You would think that would may not be a big thing for them, but I guess as part of their uh, livelihood, they dress up quite a bit. So some of them continue to do that. So I saw that uh, Paul Rudd's daughter went as the Wasp, Paul Rudd of Ant-Man fame. So Paul Rudd naturally went as, do you all know? I don't know. Ant-Man? You would think, but he went as Weird Al Yankovic. <laughs> so he and his daughter are trick-or-treating, and he looked just like Weird Al. It was a great costume. Wow. Here's his daughter dressed as, and you're thinking, what a great opportunity, but you kind of like the fact that he didn't do that. And then, are you familiar at all with Heidi Klum's Halloween costume? She, I've seen hers over the years. Yeah, yeah. she just really uh, kind of... Uh, takes it up to a next level every time she did a, a great jessica rabbit several years ago that was just i mean she has all these these people that really all these special effects people that are, are doing a lot of neat stuff with Didn't she uh, do a costume. princess fiona one time it seems like that's right Shrek. she did a thing where she yeah yeah that's right she sure did and uh she did a thing where she was cloned you know she had several people come out that looked like her and okay, then she would say they were clones of her she did one where she was an old person but this latest one really looks like, I don't know if y'all remember the magazine Heavy Metal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Great movie. The I'll just warn you, it may not be suitable for work or for younger kids, but um, it really has a heavy metal kind of uh, look to the thing. It's just a very elaborate, very bizarre costume. But uh, it's cool to see, like I said, these celebrities do that. And I think she really is one of the, the top of the game. And the families that go out, you'll see them do uh, theme stuff as well. But the the Paul Rudd stuff was something I had to mention since we're all uh, Marvel comics fans, but that he chose to go as Weird Al was a strange thing. So, would you go as Art? 
Uh, I went as a, I think I mentioned I was going to do this beforehand. I went as a mad scientist from the uh, old 50s science fiction movies, uh, which involved buying a, a lab coat. And I was looking for a, um, a monster hand, but by the time I got to Walmart, everything was picked over. So I went to I the think produce. Chose well. I think it worked out pretty well. Chose it's one well. of those kind of happy accident things. So I went to the produce section and got some ginger root and held that in my hand as a deformed hand. So I was, uh, and I've had two people make this comment. I wish I'd made it, but uh, somebody said this is what would happen if the professor and ginger had a child. And I wish I had thought of that. <laughs> That's great. <laughs> Bruce King and Chris Sowers both came up with that. Wow, that was great. So kudos to those guys. Wow, the Gilligan. No, yeah, the no. Gilligan Island reference. That's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, the professor and Marianne That's here right. on Gilligan's Isle. So we're stepping back. Yeah, we are. We are. Jay. So despite the mocking I received when I told the guys I was going to do this, I want to celebrate a movie that's coming out in December. Which and this, is, this may be edited out. This may be edited out. That's okay. Uh, it's the Cats movie. Wow. You know? That's great. <laughs> Back in the day, uh, I'm, I went to Chicago as a student. Uh, our oldest band went to play Notre Dame. Well, the, the team played Notre Dame. The band just played. But one of the things we got to do was go see Cats in Chicago, and that was really cool. And I've got the soundtrack, and I can pretty much sing along. Uh, so when I saw the movie, I was excited. But then when I saw who was in it, Idris Elba, Ian McKellen, Rebel Wilson, which and Taylor Swift, Judy Dench, I mean – James Corden, it's just knockout stars. Jennifer Hudson, I mean, the list goes on and on. People who can sing, people who can act, people who have been in what, what Ian McKellen would certainly fall in our our, our geekdom movies yes, uh, as, a, as an actor. So I'm, I'm just pretty excited Idris about Elba, it. I would say, would too. Absolutely. You know, he's you know come up several times for roles that are, we thought should have been cast in certain roles. Right. So anyway, the, not, not, not a whole lot to say about that, but it's coming out, I think, right before Christmas. A uh, little musical interlude for your Christmas. And from what I've seen, it looks like they're combining both, you know, practical costumes and a little bit of CGI to give uh, the cats so. a little bit more of a yeah realistic, they, not maybe not realistic look, but it looks like they're blending the faces into the costume. Somewhere. Yeah, they did. I, from what I can see in the previews, it was a lot like the like the stage show as far as the costume, the body costume, but the face faces, is especially yeah, uh-huh. they've got to be doing CGI. Yeah, I, that's what it looked like to me too. I've never seen cats. Oh, you should. You should. No, I'm not a musical type of guy. You're not a. You, you mean not a Broadway musical type of That's guy? That's right. Okay, that let's type clarify. Of music. Okay. That type of musical. Have you seen Cats, Art? I have not seen Cats, although I do like Broadway musicals. We see we see uh, Les Mis about every other year. It seems oh, like my favorite. Uh, have you seen Hamilton yet? I have not. Did you get to go see Hamilton? No, Broadway? I had tickets to yeah. Hamilton in London, and thank you, Delta, for canceling yeah. the flight. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Reggie. I'm right. not bitter or anything. Yeah, that's right. Hamilton's great. Uh, Les Mis is our favorite. Phantom of the Opera. Phantom of the Opera is the one that I think Becky got me to go to because it's like it's a monster movie. They just sing a little bit. Okay, <laughs> I'll go see that. <laughs> uh, I did see Phantom. I saw Phantom at the Orpheum in Memphis. Did you so. see Lion King? Nope. That's usually a kind of a gateway musical for a lot of folks. I've, I've seen only, Phantom and I've seen Les Mis several times. Yeah, I've only seen Phantom. That's probably the only thing I'll ever see unless I can see Hamilton. And um, I've never seen Lion King any incarnation ever what you didn't see the wow nope. oh no that's no. wow yeah, yeah we need to fix that yeah. no we don't <laughs> well we fixed something though we fixed something and this is going to yeah. be a segue into our thing afterwards after you do your geek of the week so my geek of the week is a little old but it's pretty awesome to uh, do kind of kind of like art he's kind of old and Awesome. awesome. Yeah. Wow. wow. That's great. That's great. Ooh. Wow. So you guys remember Star Trek for the voyage home. 
Yes, of course. So, well, Jay, don't lie. Please don't. I've, I've seen it. You've seen it. So well, the plot involved a uh, uh, this probe, this all-powerful probe coming into the solar system to destroy the Earth unless it's, it hears something specific, which oddly enough, it, oddly enough, it's the plot to Star Trek The Motion Picture. Did yes, you? it very much is. It's crazy. It very much is. Yeah, except they go back in time. Yeah. The, the crew of the now-destroyed Enterprise – which they've hijacked a, a Klingon bird of prey. They just do this slingshot around the sun, which is reminiscent of Christopher Reeve flying around the earth multiple times mm-hmm. the wrong way to make time go backwards. Anyway, so they have to go back to 20th century to to get a whale to come back to answer the probe. It sounds ridiculous, but it's a funny movie, especially Spock and Kirk in modern-day San Francisco right. and Spock cussing. That was mm-hmm. uh, That's worth the price of admission alone. <laughs> but do you guys remember when Scotty, the engineer, he goes to uh, this plant to try to get transparent aluminum? I do. And I saw this, too, so I knew where you were going. But so yeah. did you guys know that transparent aluminum is real? It's actually real. Yes. Yeah, studied for this podcast i saw that it yeah. is crazy so it's not truly a metal it's a uh, it's a ceramic polynitrate so uh but it is like three times more uh, three times stronger than um uh, bulletproof glass and there's speculation that once transparent aluminum ramps up into production mode it will replace gorilla glass as the fronts of phones hmm. Cool. Okay. So, yeah. yeah and wouldn't it like they bombard something with x-rays or something to get the transparent aluminum? I think it's yeah, what I read. Yeah. Uh-huh. There, there, there's, a, there's a chemical process. There's a bunch of stuff. But so when when they put that into Star Trek Four, they were starting the research on transparent aluminum. And so um, now, you know, here we are. We actually have it. So And they play fast and loose with the rules of not changing time, you know. <laughs> with that with that movie they go back and look how do we know he's not the one that invented the thing <laughs> that's right that's right just broke the prime directive yeah entirely. that's right didn't yeah. care yeah, who cares who cares so but uh anyway it's aluminum oxynitrate ceramic which is kind of cool mm-hmm. so you know transparent aluminum actually happened so thank you star trek and that brings us to today this is november 2019 what happens in 2019 of november art the events of blade runner so ridley scott's masterpiece blade runner which was released in 79 uh no 80 i think 80 yeah so a very young harrison ford who's 82. still 82 yeah who still has the harrison Raiders of the lost arcs 80 yeah. he, he still has the harrison ford point you know, so how dare you, Mr. President? You know, so every movie, there's a Harrison Ford point. So you just you have to go back and look for it. So but it's a it's a much younger Harrison Ford. And uh, Art, you are a disciple of Blade Runner. Why don't you give us? Well, a- I couldn't remember what year it came out, but that's all yeah, well, to me now. Yeah, there. So right. give us give us a plot synopsis. Uh, it's based on uh, Philip K. Dick's Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? And uh, did you not know that? I did not know that. <laughs> yeah. So most good science fiction I'm from, afraid that, now. Yeah. from that time um, are, are based upon a lot of Philip K. Dick yeah. novels. Total Recall is one of them. And they, you know, again, they are not faithful adaptations of the, the story a lot of times. Some of them are more so than others. But um, the basic premise is that there are uh, androids, uh, very high-tech uh, robots, Nexus 6, Nexus 7, Nexus 6. Nexus 6. Yeah. Nexus They're replicants. Replicants, Yes. Uh, that uh, have a short lifespan and are created to do work that basically four years. work. Yeah, is it four years? Four years. Okay. Uh, and uh, 
occasionally they'll go rogue and you have to have a blade runner who is assigned to go hunt these things down and, and terminate them. Uh, but so uh, if this was in the world of Logan's run, they would be sand men. That's right. It, yeah. Very much the same kind of thing. You've got yeah. somebody that's, that's, that's chasing them down. Uh, and Harrison Ford is, uh, I think a for in the movie, a former blade runner. He's retired. Brought back. Yeah. He's retired because yeah. which version did you watch? So I watched the final cut. Okay. So, and, uh, art gifted me blade runner on HD DVD yeah. a, a few years ago. Uh-huh. And I didn't watch it off that. So yeah. I bought a 2499 package from Apple with, yeah, they've had it just going to say they just had a, a, a box set yeah digital box set of those released so i wonder if you saw them so you've got final cut and then you've got the theatrical release and you've got whatever was in between the final no no i've got and then i got blade runner 2049 oh okay great so i've got that that and you've not seen that yet either right uh, okay Uh, i prefer the theatrical release with the voiceover people think it's cheesy you know harrison ford hated it uh the studio felt like they needed to add it you know for some exposition i just liked it because it brought home that film noir felt feeling that the movie had but uh either version works well i guess ridley scott's preferred version would be the final cut since that's the one which he comes on in the front of and says this is my preferred this is the one but what does he know now yeah come on yeah really his best days are behind yeah yeah i figured we made martin scorsese and francis ford Coppola mad with last week we can go for ridley scott this year yeah that's right that's right did you guys know i worked for ridley scott productions one time did I tell you that story? You have not that well, I'm aware of. That's that's a whole different story for another time. <laughs> okay, good. As the notes are thrown out. So so. But anyway, uh, so so what did Blade Runner get right when it came to November 2019? Well, not a whole lot, I guess, other than maybe that we have you know umbrellas that have lights on them. We don't have we don't have the replicant stuff. We don't have the flying cars. So so at that point, Los Angeles is smog infested. It's raining yeah. all the time. Yeah. It's dark. Um, and so the, the thing that always strikes me about future looking movies is the lack of, of, of phones. Phones have become such a predominant piece of technology in everyday life. No one saw the personal phone at all. No. Yeah. I mean, you've got some things where they'll have a, uh, a phone that appears on their forearm. Have you ever seen that where they make a call? But, but for the most part, and so many movies have plots that depend on this that there's no way to, for them to communicate. You're thinking, gosh, now everybody's got a phone. It wouldn't have been a problem at all for them to call somebody. Dick Tracy got it right. Yeah, that's right. He did. I said, we yep. must have been looking at the same Video website. Video call, see, Apple yeah. Watch. Uh-huh. Yep. yep. No, I'm just pulling this from raw intellect. Oh, okay. Yeah, there you go. So so Blade Runner, very stylized. Now, now clothing looked very similar to what we see today. So it wasn't a vast departure of clothing. Right. And uh, so you had the whole uh, flying car thing, even though cars still ran around on four wheels. Right. So, um, and you had uh, you had uh, different languages. You know, they had I think uh, combinations of uh, Esperanto and Chinese and, and things on there. And I still don't understand the purpose of Edward James Olmos in the movie. Yeah, that was one of his first movies, I believe, too. Right? He is he's supposed to be the guy that kind of knows what's going on with Decker. And of course, you know, the movie is left open-ended, so nobody really knows whether he's a replicant or not. But that's supposed to be the whole big question at the end, was he actually a replicant all the time? Sorry, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert if you haven't seen me. it you know, 30 <laughs> yeah, years sorry. from now. So, but, you know. so, you know, the everybody's pointing to November 2019 as Blade Runner, you know, D-Day. So what did he get right? 
probably not a whole lot. Not other, really a whole lot, yeah. Other than clothes. Well, maybe? there's a couple things that I came across. Uh, digital billboards. Oh, yeah, that's you know, a good one. That's yeah. right. That's right. So, so everything looks like Times Square, right? Essentially. Right. So, and uh, a lot of of, of Japanese influenced. Um, you know, it reminds me a lot of anime, almost mm. to an extent. Yeah. So, but uh, what else? Mr. Well, the other thing Mr. was Notes. video calls. Now, y'all have to tell me because I haven't seen the movie. Yeah, they make a, but they go to a phone booth to make that call, if I remember correctly, or it's a it's a stationary device, you know, that you pull up and uh, you make a video call, and there's just a little. Uh, Cathode ray, <laughs> CRT, CRT, kind yeah. of uh, screen. It's not like anything like we've got now. Yeah, but but uh, either way, it's still a video call, yeah. which was definitely not usable at that time. Right. In so, 1982. What else? Do but the even notes the Jetsons predicted that. Yeah. Pretty, well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of them did that actually. Yeah. yeah. Those are the only two things. The, the, the Times Square. That's a know, good one. Kind of calls. Is that though? really that that advertising plays such a part, such a role in the look and feel of the movie. And this, you know, inundated with ads and, and the digital billboard. I think that's yeah, and point. it looks very, very similar to, to Times Square. Yep. So one of the movies doing a little bit of research that I thought, well, I, I looked at two other movies to say, okay, I think they got more things right than, than I remembered them. One of them is another Philip K. Dick, Total Recall. Uh-huh. And so the things in Total Recall were the uh, security scanners, yep. right? you know, going onto the subways. And uh, so they've got x-rays that can show if you've got weapons or things like that. Um, also, uh, they had large, L- what we would call LCD screens in the apartments that could mm-hmm. change to virtual landscapes. We're not that far from that at this point. Right, so, right. I mean, if you look at a screensaver off of an Apple TV that's projecting on a you know seventy inch television, right. then we're there. Yeah, so. that's right, exactly right. I mean, and you can see where people would just leave those on. You know, we're going to get to the point where there, and people probably do that already, where you've got your TV and it's kind of a piece of wall art that's displaying. Yeah, or something like that. Yeah, or, I think Samsung has got a thin bezel, uh, really narrow. Um, um, TV that's 70, 80 inches that's very lightweight that you hang on the wall right. like art. Uh-huh. Um, so, and there's also been uh, there's been copyright discussions about so who owns the image of the Mona Lisa if you're going to project it on the wall like that. So where does that intellectual property lie? Yeah, you know. So anyway, it was interesting too in reading about Total Recall with the full body scanner. There's another movie that also predicted the full body scanner in the airports, and that was Airplane 2. Very different kind of movie, yeah. Yeah. and and it, it, it's a bit risque. <laughs> I looked to see what it was. I was I thinking I shouldn't be looking at this. Um, but, you know, just a very, very different kind of movie. Also predicting the airport, you know, body scanners. So, so to me, the mo- self-driving cars. Did you see that? Oh, oh yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. right. Yeah. In total recall. Johnny Cab. Johnny Cab. Like. That's right. So you've got Johnny Cab, and we're very close to an AI-driven car. Oh yeah. You know, so, um, you know, the the one we're not talking about is Back to the Future Two, where the Cubs almost win the World Series in 2015, and they do in 2015. Yeah, and that was Back pretty bizarre. I remember when that happened when the Cubs won the World Series, and they showed all that. That stuff. Wait a minute. Yeah. 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 So that, uh, uh, of course, still don't have hoverboards. We're all waiting on hoverboards. Not the same for sure. Yeah. Segways are pretty close, though. Yeah. So those. uh, Yeah. That movie kept coming up and kept coming up. And they talked about maybe some, uh, like, again, the video calling kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, they said the hoverboard hadn't quite made it yet. But But uh, you're seeing some things, you know, some real practical jetpacks finally. But, you know, it's. (laughs) 
<laughs> be scary to that's actually do one of those. Yeah. 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 Oh, is it really? You've got a 10-second flight. You <laughs> yeah, know, that's I know. It. That's right. That's it. So what else do the notes tell us about Back to the Future, Jay? Well, that's that was about it on that one. I, um, some other movies um, that I saw, Dick Tracy, we mentioned, The Wrist Phone. I've got another one to bring up in okay. a second. Of course, that came from the comic strip, I'll have to say. So that's right. even yeah. further back. That's true. The, uh, that's yeah. very true. And he had flying canisters as well. You know, the, the comic strip had like a big trash can you you stood in and, and flew around and Ooh. that kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. And I, I haven't seen this movie, but this is from, well, because it was in 1966 and I wasn't born. But uh, Fahrenheit 451. Oh, yeah. Like I read Bradbury. they had something about seashells that they called them, but they were basically earbuds. Mm-hmm. So they it sort of predicted the what we have now. Now, we have real big headphones on now as we record, but most of us have listened or music or podcasts with earbuds. So would a translation program on your phone that feeds to your AirPods be like a babblefish from Hitchhiker's Guide? That's what I was wondering from the Hitchhiker's Guide. Guide. To the galaxy. Yeah. Don't leave home without your towel. That's right. 42. That's right. I think we're close to 42, aren't we? Uh, yeah, we're, we're getting there. We're getting there. But to me, the movie that I came across that got the most things right was 2001. Yeah. Obviously not by that that date yeah but in terms of where we are now video calls mm-hmm. uh you know flat screen computers um you know and, and a lot of these movies have got space travel as a practicality obviously we're not there for space tourism right. at this point but, but uh, it's been discussed yeah it and has we're probably closer i mean you know they're they're being um things that are happening now that you know for a long time we weren't doing anything now we seem to be kind of making our, our way back to that path again now that's gone to private enterprise you know elon right. musk and and all those kind of richard things. branson richard branson right yeah. so but uh you know again 2001 the the clothing resembles somewhat what we're wearing right. today mm-hmm. um and space travel was pretty realistic, so you didn't have any miraculous transport beams or hyperspace. It's all it, it, it obeys the laws of physics, mm-hmm. and so the uh, the gravity boots as you're in that drum, um, yeah, it's and the whole idea of talking to Hal and is the way we talk to Siri, Alexa, or you know any of these uh, not true AI devices yet, but you know we're getting there, uh, so. Be careful, Siri. My know, not, that's right. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Of course, we're not at, at Terminator Two Judgment Day quite yet. Quite yet, you know. But Skynet was supposed to come alive. What sometime in the last year or two? Yeah, I think so. I remember seeing uh, on Facebook. This is when Skynet would have happened. Was it last year? I don't know. Do you have it on your notes there, Jay, about Skynet from Terminator? I read. I read it, but it said we weren't there yet. So I didn't. We weren't there yet. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but Boston, um, not Boston Dynamics. That's uh, yeah, it is Boston Dynamics. It's uh, well, the the company in Boston, the robotics company in Boston, that is doing the um, the the learning robots, yeah. the the dogs that can jump and open doors, scary hmm. things. That's how it all starts. So, but the, now Terminator did come up in my notes in the sense of military drones, absolutely, yeah. which. Yeah. Obviously, we have now in some form or fashion. Yeah. And that was you know, 1984, I believe. So what else you got on the magical cheat sheet of power? What about 1984? The movie? Yeah. Or the book? Oh, gosh. <laughs> I hope not. Well, I think some of those things. Some of, I have, I you know, we've always one. been at war with the ocean. I mean, the, the whole idea of, of fake news or, you know, manipulated news kind of things or and the, the, the way that we're getting information, you know, uh, 
be it through Facebook, and, and is that stuff being manipulated? And I know a lot of people think this is 1984. And a constant surveillance. Surveillance, surveillance. Constant yeah. surveillance, yeah. The idea that your TV may be watching you, you know. Yeah, yeah. and that, that's but, uh, one thing that came in in Minority Report, which yeah. targeted Another Philip ads. Targeting ads is exactly, uh-huh. yeah. I remember Another seeing Philip that. K. Dick. Is that right? Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Minority Report did a really good job of um, – they're, they're futurists who they brought in with the heads up displays, mm-hmm. which we're seeing a lot of. We're starting to see more and more of that, I should say, not a lot of it. But I uh, always felt like Minority Report had a really nice grounded feel to yeah. it. Yeah. So I need to go back and watch that again. It's been a while since I've seen that. Yeah. Uh, Children of Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Very much uh, very so, a realistic feel to that. Yeah. So are you familiar with Children of Men? I'm not. Jay. So is that Alphonse? Quran? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Quran. It's Quran. based upon a uh, a book, and the the premise of the book is women can no longer conceive and carry children, so we we have no kids, and um, so the it's a uh, it's post. Well, there's no major. There's no major event that happens. There's no war. There's no, you know, huge disaster. It's kind of the world on trajectory as, you know, global warming happens, yada, yada, yada. And uh, so the the despair and hopelessness of no kids and that you are starting to see the decline of human civilization for the first time ever, you know, we're shrinking instead of expanding. It's just this despair over the entire film. Until they find one woman who is pregnant. And so, great, great movie. There's an incredible scene in that movie as um, they're driving through the English countryside. They get ambushed in the car. And in, in the, the, the car is the central point, but the camera just rotates around and you see all these events. It's just absolutely phenomenally shot. It's a great, great movie. So. Did it predict something? Uh, did I miss something here? Did it predict something well, you for know, the future? Because I hope not. <laughs> yeah. Well, but no. It, it was a very, you know, very realistic feel of the future. Away, from, apart from the whole, you know, we can't have kids anymore. Um, the way they treated um, vehicles, because they were self-driving vehicles at that point that you could pull manual control on um, the, the fact that uh, folks weren't dressed up with rocket packs or, uh, you know, tinfoil hats. Suits. Yeah. 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 The Buck Rogers look. It, it had, a, again, a, a very grounded futuristic feel to it. So anyway, so what about the net? Do you remember the net? Yeah. With I saw Bullock? that listed too. That one had two things that kept coming up and I thought one's funny and one's not. One is obviously identity theft. Right. And that's a very oh, yeah. real thing. But they kept coming up with this. I kept seeing the online pizza ordering. Yeah, that she did. Yeah. Or I guess they, it's been a while. I've seen that one, but it's been a long time. I did that but twice this weekend. Online order. All yeah. right. Well, off my or phone. had your identity off my phone. Yeah, did, yeah. yeah I've st- stolen now. There's somebody that's ordering pizza as me, and they think you're Sandra Bullock. <laughs> that's right. Yeah, yeah, which is strange. What else you got? Goodness gracious, the cable guy. Yeah, that was pretty bizarre. That was uh-huh. bizarre. He's the quote or the the paraphrase. He said, "Every American home yes. will integrate their TV, phone, and computer." And then he goes on to say that there'll be online gaming. He said, you, you'll be able to play Mortal Kombat with a friend in Vietnam. And my goodness. That, yeah, yeah, boy, that was, that's all happening. Freshian. That's yeah. all happening. One of the darker movies in Jim Carrey's um, stable. Yeah, I like movies. that movie, though, but it is dark. Yeah, yeah. And speaking of Jim Carrey, The Truman Show. That's yeah. right. It kind of a precursor to, I mean, there was that, there was Running Man. I came across several movies that predicted yeah. reality TV. Yeah. And good grief, we can't. 
we have too much of it. Now, so maybe. my favorite part of the Truman Show was the way it ended. How he steps out, and he says, "You know, um, spoiler good, alert." Yeah, he's, mm-hmm. he he you know he looks up at the camera and says, "You know, good morning, good afternoon. If I don't see you, good night," and steps out. And then you you cut to all these people who have been just riveted on on his life, and they realize. Oh, okay. It's over with. I've got other things to do. So, you know, um, but I love, I love Ed Harris's line. Mm -hmm. Cue the sun. Yeah. You know, which how, how grand was that? So I am the creator of a television show. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Cue the sun. What else you got there? From 1977. Uh, I think this might have been a, well, actually there's two right after the other Star Wars holograms. That's right. Tell me, um, Obi-Wan Kenobi. And lightsabers. <laughs> Wait, did we just have a, a character from 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 uh, Futurama? Yeah. Yeah. Jump in. But the other Which movie. Which has gotten everything right, I should point out. Futurama. No, Futurama, oh, Futurama has gotten everything yeah. correct. Oh, We're going to freeze dry Art's head in a, yeah. in, a, in a vat there. So. so I don't know if this is a TV movie. I've never seen it. It's called The Demon Seed. Have you ever heard of this? Yeah. Apparently, it predicted... That's our nickname for you. Oh. (laughs) That's what you call me when I'm not... Not There's the old demon seed Demon seed coming today? Yeah. But it predicted smart home technology. Yeah. Where this... I mean, it was an evil evil computer that got in and and did everything, you know, evil. But, you know, turning... Lights on and off, shutting and locking doors, those kinds of things. That but we, see, Ray Bradbury had a story about that back in the oh, yeah? Yeah, 40s or 50s. Yeah, And that was that was from Martian Chronicles, right? It was either Martian Chronicles or Illustrated Man. Uh, possibly it was Martian Chronicles. I think it was but, Martian Chronicles because it was it after. Does it place on Mars? Yeah, because it was after everybody left, if I remember correctly. After and Soft every, Rains Must Fall yeah, or something. Yeah, something like that. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a great book. That is, yeah. I love Martian Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Sorry, we just took it over from you, Ray Jay. Bradbury, okay. just an aside, one of the best authors. And I think a lot of his stuff has kind of come to, to bear. Of course, he kind of stayed within something that wasn't so far out. I mean, his, you know, being... Human interest was his part of his science fiction thing, so I think he stayed. I love Dandelion Wine. Yeah, that's good. Such a such a great collection of short stories. All right, sorry, Mister Demon Seed. <laughs> this is something, and I don't think this was a prediction. I think this is something that just happened by accident. And if this movie maker may might want to go back and fix it, but apparently, and I didn't. Gosh, if I saw that at all, it's been a while. But Super Mario Brothers, they showed this scene. There's the plumbers. Right. Of the Twin, twin tower. Towers yeah. that are kind of disintegrating. And I forget the reason for it. It was some... Because oh, it's wow. the two worlds colliding and the two dimensions coming together. Yeah. Right. So that was, I mean, and now, of course, you know, what happened to the Twin Towers. So mm-hmm. I'm sure that was not a prediction. And if and they may want to go back and you can't take that central, scene out. Yeah, it's central now, but, to the plot. But, uh, yeah, that was just kind of a... Oh, wait. It had a plot? Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. So. Was that Twilight Zone music? Yes, that was Twilight Zone music. How about so. that? Okay. There you go. Very good. What else? Anything else? Well, there's a long list. Because you've uh, got like 82 pages. And 82 pages. War games, internet hacking, um, Would you like hackers, to play game? VR gaming. Yeah. Um, you know, you know the, you're talking about space travel earlier. I thought this was fascinating. In 1902, there was a movie, a French movie called La Voyage dans la Dune or something like that. And the voyage to the moon. Yeah. Right, yep. It predicted space travel. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So they've been doing that for a long time. Of course, yeah. I think it was, they, they shot a man out of a cannon. That's yes. right. To the and moon. he lands in the eye. It's the famous scene of the 
yeah. Man of the Moon with the rocket stick. Right, that's a, that was the picture yeah. I saw. Georges yeah. Moyet or whatever his name is. Wow, uh, you're smart. Georges, I'm probably been butchering that name, but again, that takes me back to a little bit about the thing we discussed. Is it cinema? I mean, since the very beginning, I mean, that's one of the first first uh, pieces of, of film in in the you know that got national recognition or worldwide recognition, and uh, you know what is it? It's a science fiction movie, mm-hmm. you know. So, but according to Marty and Marty and Francis, Frank, Frankie, no, it doesn't it doesn't qualify? <laughs> yep. All right, next on the list. Not to rip Not, off from yeah. Hollow Notes. Well, you know, the, you got the Jetsons with cleaning robots, and you know, we've got Roomba now. Yeah. I mean, you could call that a, a robot. You've got uh, Face Off. Uh, oh, my I think gosh. They, facial transplants. I mean, that, yeah, that's that right. can be done as now. As ridiculous as that seemed. Of course, the plot still doesn't hold up. I'm sorry. No, of course, course not. Thank you, Michael Bay. And to take us back to our, you know, a common subject here, apparently in I Am Legend, this was in 2007. What a great movie. They show kind of a Times Square. I don't know if it's Times Square, but a Times Square. They show Batman versus Superman. Yeah. Batman and Superman, yeah. you know, which that's didn't right. come out till 2016. So that's right. Right. That was a cool little But that was a homage to the fight at the end of Dark night returns so okay yeah i'm legend is great it's part of my uh it's part of my trilogy my uh, apocalypse trilogy i've got at the house that if you just want to really be depressed i'll watch i am legend spielberg's war of the worlds and then uh cloverfield so i mean you ever seen the omega man same basic plot that actually sounds heston. familiar yeah charlton heston so soylent green you know, yeah. we, uh, people are becoming crackers. Is that happening? People yeah. are becoming yeah. crackers. Oh, sorry. Spoiler alert. Have you have you read it's people? Uh, have you read I Am Legend? Aren't no the uh, who's R- got uh, Matterson? Yeah, yeah. Because there's been Omega Man was based was based on that book, and then there was a Last Man on Earth with Vincent Price that was based on that yeah. book. And I've never I've never seen that movie or read the book, but it's the book. I'll the book's great. It. It's it's that. a novella, and so in in, in the book. Um, there's been a disease that's that's turned people into vampires, mm-hmm. and so in the book, the main character is the villain because the vampires are trying to live a a their life, own life, yeah, their own life, build mm-hmm. society, not mess with anything, and so uh, the main character goes out during the day and busts up and kills them, and so he becomes the legend that the vampires tell their kids about to scare them to sleep. So he, it's a, it's an anti, I'll have to read that. So, uh, the, the, the Will Smith version was probably the most, um, the most accurate according to the book. Right. My faithful book. Yeah. So faithful to the book, faithful to the book, but, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, yeah. Batman versus Superman in times square. So, yeah. And after that, things just kind of run together. There's a lot of movies that predict the same things. Like you could say, Star Trek predicted the flip phone. Yeah. I mean, in, in how many? And the tricorder was a personal computer, or whatever. They kind of merged together. Yeah, yeah. So that's that's pretty much exhausted my list. I mean, we could go on. Wow, a we got bit to longer. the end of his list. Pretty much. We never get to the end of Chase. I list. did not predict that. <laughs> wow, that's great. And it's really only one page. Yeah, we yeah. should go back in time and tell ourselves that we're going to like devote this entire episode to. To Jay's list, so, but there's a there's a few things there that that uh, bring us to the present day of of how cinema and movie cinema and movies that's redundant that's redundantly is it, redundant is it yeah I guess it's not <laughs> it's not um, so but yeah there you have it there are ways that uh, um, that cinema has predicted the future do we really know that there aren't replicants out there 
I don't know. We we're wearing the same outfit today. We are. That's right. Jay and I were we're all wearing three. The three of us are wearing checkered blue checkered shirts. Except Jay's is is black. Mine's black. Yeah, mine's mine's navy blue. Art's got kind of a lighter blue checkered. Right. So, but um, powder blue. So I guess it's a progression. It is. It is. So, but we will leave you guys with pondering which one of us is a replicant and which one's not. We appreciate everyone listening, downloading. If you like what you hear, please uh, give us a five star rating on your podcast platform of choice. And we love reviews. It helps other folks find us. And if you don't like us, please give us five stars anyway and call those juveniles in the reviews. So until next time, thanks for listening.